It's funny. People always be like, don't forget about the little people. It's like, why do they refer themselves as little anyway, you know? But why don't you just get big with me? You know? They can see it in my eyes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of John's Entitled Podcast. I got an interesting episode for you this week. I have a double feature, sort of. Uh, with two members of the recently announced band End. Not the end, just End. A couple of weeks ago, I did a chat with Greg Thomas. Actually, about a month or so ago now, really. But uh, as far as when the episode went up, it was about a week or so ago, two weeks ago. And Greg and I talked about the band End. And I had to cut it out because at the time, all that was really released was, a, I think, a 10 or a 15 second teaser clip. No band members had been announced yet at the time. Even though some people, you know, through the powers of the internet and figuring out, like, hey, this person shared it from this band and so on and so forth, uh, they ended up kind of figuring out roughly who was in the band. Um, but nothing officially had been announced as far as label, release dates, officially who was in the band, uh, who was playing what, and so on and so forth. So I had to cut that part out of the podcast I did with Greg. I don't think it was super noticeable that there was something missing. I think I did a pretty good job at editing out that part, so even in my end, there was no loose ends about uh, any chat or talk of end. So you're going to hear that excerpt from that interview uh, about what Greg ended up talking about with uh, the end as far as how he got involved, the songwriting, you know, working with everybody that's involved in the band. I mean, the pedigree of the band itself is pretty... Pretty crazy. I mean, you have uh, Brandon Murphy from Counterparts, Will Putney, just a legendary producer in his own right, having worked on like the new Body Count record that came out this year, and fuck, anything that's disgustingly heavy and has tight production on it, it's probably coming out from Will at this point. Like he, as I have kind of said to a few people, he is the Adam D of current metal right now. So Will is playing guitar, uh, then you got Greg Thomas, that I, who I talked to from Misery Signals, and slew of other bands and uh, owner, co-owner of uh, Silver Bullet Studios uh, on guitar as well. You got Jay Pepito of Reign Supreme, uh, also was in Shai Hulud, uh on bass, and then drums is uh, Andrew from uh, Structures. So that's who's going to be on this chat, is actually Greg in the first part of it, and then Andrew uh, discussing what they could about the record, you know, being signed, working with everybody, keeping the project a secret for about a year, because I think by the time... Everything had been done, you know, signing with a label, all that kind of stuff. They'd basically been sitting on the record for about a year, this EP getting ready to come out. So it was kind of interesting to chat with some of these guys and get some, you know, some scoop on something that hadn't really been talked about by any of them uh, for a year. I mean, I think in this day and age, and I will have said this three separate times over the course of three of the interviews I did, uh, it's in a day and age where people come out with the promotional single, then the actual single when the pre-orders come out, and then, you know, with three weeks left, you get another single, and then the last week of the pre-order, you get a fourth single, so you get a ten-song album, and you've already heard half of it before it's even fucking released, and I understand in this day and age that it's a lot harder to get people's attention and want them to buy your product, because it's about selling the product. That's why it's called music business. Uh, so with that being said... It's interesting to see a band comprised of so many great people that really didn't give a shit about rolling things out in a more traditional manner. 
and being able to keep it secret and just kind of letting it happen organically as as much as it can in today's internet society of having to push shit online. Uh, as of now, all the information has been announced. Uh, it's been announced officially that they're assigned to Good Fight Records, which I couldn't really think of a more fitting home for a project like this, just having known what Carl and the dudes over when they used to be known as Ferret Records, uh, just how great of a label they are to work with and everyone always having positive stories to tell about the time spent on that label. Um, so good home, good fit, I think for them, I could have seen them going to a few different places, you know, maybe like a nuclear blast or, you know, century media or something like that, maybe even a roadrunner, but be all that as it may, it, uh, it was really fun chatting with Greg and Andrew. Uh, the one chat I did with Jay, interestingly enough, uh, we chatted and it was supposed to be included in this episode, but there was an issue with Jay's phone kind of cutting in and out. So we ended up rescheduling that chat. And then that ended up turning into like an hour-long normal podcast episode. So I decided just to kind of split these up and we'll have two weeks of, of end talk. And I'm hoping I can actually get Will to do a small chat about this. Um, we've been in touch over the last few weeks. Uh, he seems interested, but we were waiting on a bunch of other shit that he was probably doing in regards to this, plus all the production stuff, plus gearing up for a new tour that fit for an autopsy is getting ready to go on. So hopefully I can get him. I haven't really had any contact with Brandon at all. Uh, Brendan. But as a whole, I think this is going to be fun, uh, just because I don't really know that anyone's going to put forth the effort to get everybody uh, for this band, especially when it wasn't even announced when we did this. So had a lot of fun, like I said, trying to do something, uh, on the down low and, and kind of be a little sneaky with it and roll out with all this shit. So now that everything's announced, I can, I can share all these chats with you. So if you dug the song that they put out, Usurper, pre-orders and all that shit are up. So I'll get to that at the very end of this episode. So without further ado, here's the beginning part of my two-part chat. First up is Greg Thomas. these last two topics first one i'll start with is uh the new band the well end or the end i don't know if there's gonna be a the thrown in front of it well yeah there's end which we <laughs> which we, it depends if when this comes out i'm not sure um, i can that's the that's the beauty of this i can put it out whenever it is convenient i can even chop this section out and throw it on down the road <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're going to be announcing soon, so I, I can talk about it and we can figure out what to do with it. Okay. But it's, it's just called End, um, and that's a band uh, based with me. I'm on guitar for that. The other guitarist is Will Putney, who's the producer, talented producer in his own right. He's produced records for Every Time I Die and mm -hmm. all, all these bands, and he plays for Fit for an Autopsy. So it's the two of us on guitar. Um, Brendan from Counterparts is the singer. And uh, Jay Pepito from Rain Supreme, he was the singer for Rain Supreme, uh, also played guitar for Blacklisted. He's on bass and doing backing vocals. And then we have Andrew from Structures on drums. So it's kind of like a mishmash of all these different guys. And, and that project came together because of Putney. He 
you know, he did actually pre-production for Absent Light for Misery Signals. That's where I met him. And we became friends. We're like, oh shit, you listen to this obscure 90s hardcore band? I do. <laughs> Let's be friends. And I, you know, I, I look up to his work as a producer. He's, he's one of the best and most talented producers in the world right now for aggressive music. That new body count and is amazing. He's done a lot. Of, he's done a lot of cool stuff. That new body count is cool. And it sounds awesome. He's done a lot of, uh, really cool things and we kind of talked about during the pre-production doing a band together or something like, let's do a pissed aggressive noisy destructive band and then you know years later he was like <laughs> let's do this i got some time coming up you know i've got uh, counterparts coming into the studio brendan wants to do something like that too and i kind of met the other guys in the band at the studio like me and will each wrote songs we each wrote like five songs and chose our favorite three of each other's and put together a six song EP that we've got um, coming out. I mean, if everything goes according to plan and this podcast comes out after we've announced this will be coming out on Good Fight, you know, hopefully um, early in the fall because it's done, mixed, we got the artwork and everything. So we're just trying to prep it to send out to the pressing plant right now. I feel like Biggie is going to be your manager then? I think... For uh, management, it's pretty much just Will, and oh, okay. like he's got his like graphic nature management right. yep. and you know stuff. So he he's just I got to give him props. He's handling all the business end of that stuff. And usually when when I do a band, I'm so hands on. <laughs> like, I want to know this and I want to know that and I want to be involved with this. But Will is like just killing it, putting this whole thing together. He coordinated every schedules to work out with it and kind of picked like who he wanted to play music with and just hit us all up and we're all just like, yeah, it sounds great, man. Let's do it. We got together in the studio, had these songs demoed out, jammed out and recorded it. We've been sitting on it for a few months. We recorded probably like a year ago now, right? but we finally got everything together and that's going to be coming out and we'll be doing shows and got some of the first shows coming together right now. So pretty excited about it. Um, again, it's just fun to work with all those guys because all, all their bands, they're all cool. Like, Counterpart structures, Rain Supreme, uh, Fit for an Autopsy. They all have like really cool elements about them. And it's such a diverse group of people that don't necessarily know each other too well, but respect each other's musical pasts and just getting together. And, and um, you know, it was, it was a really good creative experience to put those songs together. And I'm excited for people to hear them. It's pretty noisy, violent, heavy stuff. But, I was going to say, I know you had teased it a while ago that you were recording something for a super secret project a long time ago. Uh, on your Instagram when you were posting the videos of you recording. So it's at least I think that's what it was for based on. Well, I've got I've got a couple of things in the way. I, I was posting a lot of videos for another thing that I, I haven't got in all the details together to announce just yet. But I was posting about that for sure probably a year ago. When, yeah. When it was um, but yeah, at this point, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised in the day and age of people being smart, Internet smart, that no one has pieced together who shared it and potentially that there's a, a random hybrid thing going on uh, yeah we posted the teaser video and uh, if you look at the comments on the teaser video everybody's like what is this like is this a new structures record is this a new thing and, and some kids kind of know because like somehow when we recorded it like an element of it like leaked to lamgo i don't even know it's like lamgo posted some article where they're like we think this band is happening and we, we we were just like all silent on our social media like doo, 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 nothing's going on over here it's, you know it's very interesting to see how a like 
I pieced together that my my buddies in Wilson were recording with Evitz because they posted a photo that like they supposedly finished their record or their EP they were working on, and the next thing you know they're going out to LA. They don't really say why, and then one of my friends posted one of the amps. The reason I knew they were recording at Evans is because I had watched that every time I die DVD so fucking much. I recognized the paint on the back of the wall and the calves and the, <laughs> the heads in the order that they were because he had like a black star and a Marshall and so on and so forth. Yeah. And I, I fucking recognized him and I go, I texted him. I was like, or I think I maybe even tweeted. I was like, Evans, are you recording my boys right now? And I like sent the photo and then I sent the photo from the DVD and I was like, because this matches up exactly. Yeah. And then he was like, yes, I am. And I was like, fucking knew it. <laughs> so it's like, I know there are people out there that are weirdly astute like I am with shit like that. But to me, I was surprised that, I mean, I only saw it on the misery signals and I think you sharing the thing. Yeah. So at that all point, our, like, all that's of our bands share. Okay. So at that point, I'm very surprised that, and maybe I just don't pay attention to Lamb Goat or whatever as much as I used to, but I'm surprised that people haven't at least figured out, like, okay, all these people, all these bands just shared this this new thing that isn't anything yet. It's hmm. kind of fun. It's just kind of fun. Um, it's hard in the day of the internet to keep some secrecy and, like, announce projects like that. You know, everybody documents every second of their life, like, you know, I know what my friends ate for dinner or whatever. Like, <laughs> post pictures on uh, Instagram and stuff. So it's kind of fun to keep something under wraps for a little bit. We've all been like really anxious to just get the songs out there and <laughs> hope, hoping that we get them out there and you know maybe work on a full length or something. Well, I guess uh, since I'm not going to put this out with the rest of the episode, um, and I'll just use this down the road and maybe we'll talk more about the other project that's yet to be announced. Um, is there plans to, you obviously said you're going to play some shows. Is there plans to put this on like vinyl and do like a vinyl pressing? Is that maybe yeah. something else that's been slowing up the, the process of getting this out, like waiting for vinyl? Yep. Uh, yeah, we actually, we've just been trying to coordinate everything. Uh, it's going to be out on Good Fight. Mm -hmm. So we like kind of signed to Good Fight. We had to get everything together for that. And it is going to be out on vinyl. We're trying to get it together for this fall so that we announce it. And then the show pre-orders and a song goes up all that kind of stuff so we're trying yeah it, it's going to be like a you know for a side thing it's going to be a real thing in its own own right i mean we all have a great time hanging out making the songs so i hope that we do more recordings and do some shows with it i'm, I'm excited to get that all out i would assume it's going to be unless you know things change i would assume that most of it's going to be east coast based probably probably um just because we're pretty spread out i mean mm -hmm. Andrew and Brendan are up in the Toronto area and I'm back and forth between Connecticut and Virginia myself. And, uh, you know, Jay, I think he's in New Jersey and yeah, and he's in New Jersey and stuff. So we're a little spread out. So it, it's harder for us to get all our schedules to line up. So it'll probably be a lot of East coast stuff, but that's the beauty of the internet. You know, hopefully we just <laughs> play shows that like Kate five, six is at, and then everybody can see it, you know? <laughs> So that was the excerpt from the chat I did recently with Greg Thomas about the band End. thought it was kind of interesting to, to talk to him uh, about this project with him being a producer and working with another well-known producer and Will and kind of, you know, just a completely different style of music from what he kind of is known for doing and just kind of how he approached it. Uh, so if you want to go back and actually listen to the full interview I did with him, uh, where I took this from, 
you'll kind of see why I asked some of the questions I did about the production and stuff, because he had talked about how he likes to go back through with the other bands that he works with and find the influences that they have and where their styles come from and, and kind of really absorb everything it is that that person as a musician has to offer and where, where they come from. So I kind of wanted to know if a little bit of that applied to this band, uh, and I thought that was an interesting question to ask him. Uh, so kind of going into this next chat uh, with Andrew, you're going to hear some of the same questions asked as I asked uh, as I asked Greg, um, but I kind of want a little bit of continuity between some of these interviews and stuff like that just so you know, it wasn't like asking someone completely different shit than what I'd ask the other person. So you don't really kind of get a sense of a more complete interview, if that makes any sense. So without further ado, this is my chat with Andrew. Hey, what's up? Hey, man, what's going on? Not much. Just had a really rough last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, One of those. It's been a, like, my wife and I have been on traveling the last, like, two weeks. Like, we went out to Denver, like, two weeks ago and then came home for, like, three days and then went out yeah. east. And then, basically, since I've been home, uh, I think today, after the Lamb of God show, I've gone to, like, four shows in, like, three days. So, oh, I'm just kind of, like, super exhausted from, like, staying out late and seeing people I don't get to see very often. So, yeah, you got to get your water into you now, you know, get, get hydrated. It doesn't yeah. even seem to help. I think it's just the lack of sleep. And it's, <laughs> like, it's one of those things, like, uh, after going to Warp Tour randomly and seeing one of my friends that's on the tour... I was like, man, you know, I don't know how the fuck you guys do this, like, day in and day out. Like, everyone makes it seem like it, it would be so great. But I was like, like, between all the travel and just the constant walking and everything, like, it's just uh -huh. so, so draining. I guess you just, like, it's one of those things where you just train your body to get into that sort of mode, you know? And then, and then you you know, I guess you could just, like, maintain that level of no sleep. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Work, you know? Yeah. Then I feel like the, the constantly having to be on would be really draining as well yeah it sucks all around you know, there's no way around it you so why to... why do people do this again yeah exactly <laughs> yeah man. um cool. i was gonna say thank first of all thanks for taking the time to, for to, to talk about a project that hasn't really even been announced and there's really yeah. not really anything going on yeah uh, no, it's cool i i don't i definitely you know i like i like talking about it so it's you know it's cool to do it like on the record and maybe put something out and it'll yeah. be uh yeah yeah it was, it was kind of funny because with talking with Greg, like he was like, oh, we'll talk about it on, on the episode we're doing. And I was like, okay. And I thought we were going to go a little bit more in depth about it. But then as he was talking, he was like, well, I really can't say too much because like this is going on. But like um, what he did say was like, obviously, you guys are signed a good fight. The record's been done for about a year now. Yeah. And while no official word has been said on who's in the band, it looks like the Internet is pretty clever at figuring out uh, who has shared it and kind of putting the pieces together. For sure. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess like let's start right at the very beginning. Like how did this come to be? Like how where where was your involvement in starting uh, End? Yeah. Um, basically, the way it worked out was Will um, sort of pieced this whole thing together um he had worked with greg previously on some like misery signals um uh demos and stuff that they were doing at the studio a few years ago and he met greg through that and um i guess it was will's idea to sort of want to put together like a hardcore band and uh my old band structures um had done a few records with will so we had known each other that way and um and then, you know, same with Brendan and same with Jay. And uh, so we've all sort of 
indirectly, you know, or directly have worked with Will, um, you know, over the past however many years. So I guess he had like a somewhat of an idea of how to put this thing together. And he hit me up a while ago before it ever came to be asking if, you know, I'd be interested and I was down and, and I didn't hear from him for a while. And then my other band, uh, Tradewind, was going to be rehearsing at the studio that uh, that Will has. And uh, I sort of hit him up being like, hey, like, if you still want to do this, um, I'm going to be there anyways. So maybe we can figure out, you know, how we can get everyone together and maybe make this happen. And he was like, yeah, like, let me let me ask some of the guys, like, you know, whatever. So he, I guess, you know, went to Greg, went to Jay, Brendan, and uh, it worked out that we would all be available at that time. So um, they, we all met at the studio and uh, I got, so Will had, it, it was like Will had some songs, Greg had some songs, but I had only, and Brendan and Jay um, had only heard Will's songs up until that point. Okay. And uh, so a couple days before, um, maybe, maybe two or, or maybe even the day heading to New Jersey, um, I got some of Greg's songs. I got all of Greg's songs. So uh, Greg went there early and they worked out uh, some details. And then like going to New Jersey with Brendan, me and Brendan went there together. And uh, we were sitting in the lobby, like listening to some of the demos that were coming from Greg. And we were just like, we. it was funny, like we both would like play this song at the same time. And... Uh, you know, like listen to it for the first time, like sort of and look over at each other, you know, at certain parts like this is crazy, you know. And <laughs> so we were like hearing it for the first time together, you know, a couple of days before going to make the record. So it was a cool experience, like, you know, it was such a short amount of time, like taking it all in and then having to execute it. Um, but that's sort of the background. And then we just met up and jammed through the songs like I was I was like, you know, I hadn't played metal or hardcore you know, that level of intensity drumming um, for a while. So, you know, getting these songs off the bat, I was practicing nonstop at the studio before I had to record. And it was just like a whirlwind. Like we made the record in like something like eight or nine days. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And, and I had about two to, to learn Greg's songs, <laughs> to learn the adjustments that they made to Will's songs that I had been listening to for a few weeks before going. So, it was crazy. Uh, but yeah, the, that's pretty much how it went down. Um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, exciting and, uh, you know, intimidating all, <laughs> all at the same time because Greg's, <laughs> Greg's, uh, the stuff that he brought to the table were pretty, uh, it, they were the mo- the more chaotic ones and, and right. it was just ridiculous having to learn his, you know, la- the language he speaks, you know, and trying to get that, threw on the drums and you know interpret it the way i do um something that i, I kind of when greg was talking about it in the the pedigree of the band itself the idea of having two producers seems like yeah. it'd be a, a really challenging uh to maybe deal with especially given the fact that this isn't a band that's been like you know in a practice space for months on and going to do a record like right. a lot of bands do, this is literally like you just said, like kind of being thrown together in a very small gap of space that all of you had time to do. Mm-hmm. So how hard is it to work with two different producers? Because uh, <laughs> I know Greg said that there was some things that like him and Will kind of like disagreed on a little bit with things. But at the end of the day, like he was like, well, this is kind of Will's baby. So uh, yeah. I'm going to kind of go with what he's doing. 
But right. did any, like, was that kind of hard, like, on you as, like, being a drummer? Like, maybe Greg's like, oh, like, do something like this, and you're kind of taking his production notes, producer notes, and then maybe Will say, saying something that's kind of a, a little bit different than what Greg's saying? When Gre- what Greg's saying. Greg was very adamant that my punk beat, like, the D-beat stuff was slamming. So it, it, it was, you know, and, and Will, too, you know, like, Greg left while we were tracking drums because Greg had work at Silver Bullet that he had to attend to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Greg was there for the beginning and then he left and I tracked drums with Will and, you know, Greg uh, was pretty adamant on, you know, these are the, like, these are the beats that need to be played for this riff, you know, and, and for this riff, like, cause there's very, and I didn't know this going into it. Like I've never, like structures wasn't like a hardcore band, you know, we did, we did do that like punk, you know, beat stuff, but it, it was never, um, it was never like it needs to be this one or this one or this one. But Greg, um, you know, being like, you know, the genius he is in that style of music uh, was very specific. OK, it needs to be this it needs to be this here. And, you know, Will took that and and sort of made me do those things because he knew how important it was to Greg's demos mm-hmm. um, and how it affects the riff and stuff. So I learned a lot through the experience just by, you know, never having to do that before. and then you know we were we were laughing about it like oh like how do you how do you learn how to like play like you know in a hard play drums in a hardcore band it's like oh just go do a record <laughs> with will <laughs> with will and greg um but it but you know there were similarities between the two like hit hard um mm-hmm. you know and and uh they're they're both on the same level in terms of you know how what they want and and they know how to get it and will i've tracked drums with will a few times so i i've known how he works and he knows how to get a good take out of me so i tried my best and like i had band-aids all over my hands like it was it was (laughs) it was the craziest hardest recording experience uh of my life but now i listen to the songs and it's like you know it's pretty it's pretty rad that i was able to pull it together (laughs) in such a short amount of time and you know get the get the right takes out but it was uh, it was cool working with both of them because, like you said, they're both producers, and um, I, I sort of got like a really good crash course on, you know, how to record that style of music, how to how to write, you know, necessary parts, um, you know, based on what the riff is doing or what the vibe needs to be or the the emotion, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, how did was the band name already in existence when like? Uh, Will had reached out or Greg or no. was that something you all collectively kind of sat around and tried to figure out a band name? Yeah, the the we sat around for as long as the record hasn't been out trying to figure out the, <laughs> trying to figure out the band name. We, we went through about 20 different band name ideas and um, the one that stuck, you know, was was the one that we we've come to sort of all agree on uh after many different attempts of oh this is sick oh that's already a band name oh this is sick oh that's not right you know and and maybe four out of five three out of five liking it and so end was the one that sort of we were all like okay that feels that feels right feels like it sound you know it, it, it vibes with you know what the music is doing you know just the overall feeling of the band uh it makes sense to us so it 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 came late. Um, the band name sort of happened maybe like a um, couple months ago, uh, mm. and the record's been done for a year, so it yeah. took a while. <laughs> it was kind of funny because when it came out, and I slowly saw like Greg 
and a few other people sharing it and a few other band pages sharing it. I was initially thinking of the band The End, the old band. Yeah, from like the, the early two- band. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, is this like a 18 Visions thing? Like where it's like, oh, the band's kind of going like coming back and then going to be just more aggressive than they were when they left. Yeah. And then <laughs> they I kind of put it together. Band, man. Yeah, yeah. The vocalist used to like play four times and stuff. But yeah, we, we talked about that, like the end and stuff. It's definitely like end is pretty dark and scary yes. to yes. us <laughs> rather than, you know, the end is, is cool, you know, and it has its had its thing and they had this thing. But yeah, we felt like end is just like, uh, the most descriptive or, you know, uh, it, it matches what we're going for more what than if, anything else that we went over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you thought? What are your thoughts on how well the teaser has been received? How it's worked? It's cool. Like we didn't want to, you know, we didn't really want to do anything too long or revealing. We just, you know, the, there was like a lamb goat post uh mm-hmm. a while ago and people sort of have had the have had the idea in their head of like oh maybe this is gonna happen um so for us to put something out that would have been like too revealing i think would have been would have come off as a little um not cheesy but yeah fixed and uh so we you know will had the idea to just do that little short little grindy part um and it's cool like it got people talking a lot of people are like oh structures are coming back Back, but you know it's not that's not the case so it's but it's cool we shared it from all of the platforms from everyone's different bands and stuff and it was a, it was an interesting way of rolling things out um and then i guess whenever we announce things you know that would have been that video has been marinating for you know a good enough time for it to come out and have some sort of foundation of people you know ready to check it out and and then hopefully it just grows from there it's kind of weird because like in uh, I don't even know if Greg and I really talked about this, but uh, the way bands kind of do things now, it seems like back in the day you had your promotional single and then you like to kind of get an album excited and like people know about it's coming. Like, here's your promotional single single. And then, you know, typically you do the actual first single that, you know, gets the push, gets a video, lyric video, whatever, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like the, the general way that everything gets announced, it's like, here's the pre-promotional single here's a lyric video here's you know your yeah your pre pre-order bundles so on and so forth then like by the time you're maybe a month out from the record even coming out it's like you're already five or six single quote-unquote singles deep and it's like the mystery's gone yeah it's like you've oversaturated you've overdone it Mm -hmm. and for the fact that you know you guys have been sitting on this thing for over a year in a day and age where people are so quick to here's my side project. Here's all the music. Here's and trying to come up with as much content as possible and really get Mm -hmm. it out there because I mean, people's attention spans are so fickle that it's, it's been refreshing to see and to hear that it's like, we did this pretty under the radar. We did it when it made sense for all of us to do it. We've been sitting on it for a year. There's everything's pretty much done. Like as far as like Mm -hmm. the record's done, it's handed in, we got management, we're on a label, but like no one knows. And it's yeah. it's got to be kind of interesting and weird to to can be in a completely different kind of a promotional cycle, as it were, for yeah. this and seeing how That's... it's like being rolled out completely different than how every other band is doing it right now. Yeah, I mean, Will knows, and so does Greg, you know, and like um, because Will has his own, you know, label and uh, being a producer and working with so many different labels, and Will has a band of his own, and you know, Greg's been in bands. Like we've all been doing this for such a long time that. Um, it was really, 
it was really smart and um, a great strategy for the rollout of this. And that's all, you know, Will and, uh, you know, him being like, okay, like, you know, we're going to get everything together. Let's finish the record. Let's, um, let's get, you know, everything out so that we can just put this up. Here it is. Here's the release date. Here's the artwork. Um, you know, and here's everything at once versus, and I, and I too have, have always been a fan of, you know, coll- collecting all of your goods and then giving it out at once rather than here's this 5% of what we've done, or here's this 10%. Yeah. And then, you know, you work your way up to a hundred. It's more of an impact and a punch in the face especially in the style of music mm-hmm. when you can give as much at once versus little bits at a time, you know? So, you know, for the teaser too, you know, just going back to that, it's just like, that's why we did something short. Um, we don't, we don't want to give away too much so that when we do put up, you know, a single or we do put up the pre-order for the record, um, like, whoa, this is a lot. Like, and, and there's more to know about it at once rather than, ooh, I know what's going on here. And then another song comes out and it's like, okay, yeah. But it it was it all came down to, you know, us wanting it to be like, this is what we've done. Here it is, you know, and rather than, hey, check out this teaser one, teaser two, teaser three. Right. Um, which we've all seen before and it and it's it doesn't have like the best reaction um to us so we we chose to roll it out this way and i think it's i think it'll be cool once you know people hear it and see that it's been done for a year and we've sort of kept it under wraps you know what um what are you most excited for with the release of this this stuff um mostly uh being back in that sort of genre like i've taken a little bit a little bit of a break to explore some other like styles of music and um, you know, like with trade wind and I play for a bunch of different other artists. And um, so I've taken a step back from like heavier music. So now I'm, I'm actually uh, just like with uh, my friend Harag and we're about to go to the gym so I can like, so I can personally (laughs) prepare my body for these shows. And then, you know, after the gym, I'll go and practice these songs. Like I've got like a, like a tally sheet of like, how many times I practice each song before we meet up. So I know that I'm like ready to, you know, sort of execute things live. Yeah. Yeah. Get it back in there and get into the routine of like moving that fast and that and hitting harder. So, um, you know, I'm most excited for just being able to express that way again. You know, like I do feel like I was saying the other day, like I feel like heavy music for me is like sort of like a home base because I did it for so long and, and I've worked on those sort of chops for so long. So it'll be cool playing. Um, even, I mean, this band is heavier than structures was and <laughs> more aggressive. And yeah. uh, so I'm excited to do that and, and see the reaction, you know, from kids and being able to play with Brendan and Greg and Will and Jay. It's like, they're all, um, I look up to them, you know, professionally, uh, like musically. I, I, I've, I respect all the work they've all done and like i was in high like in high school i was listening to misery signals and me and brendan grew up um you know playing you know with counterparts and structures we sort of came up at the same time so mm-hmm. me and brendan have known each other for years so it'll be cool doing it with friends and uh they put they've pushed me like you know to get the record like to get the the recording side of it out like i, I was really pushed by all of them um 
so it'll be it'll be rad to you know play these shows and be able to get this stuff out live because uh we've been sitting on it for so long well hopefully the uh will be a decent amount of touring so a lot of us can actually see this yeah as opposed to watching it on youtube and feeling like you know you get part of the experience <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and and we didn't we didn't like film anything you know uh like the, of like the studio process like recording it but um you know i know for the record um yeah, whenever that comes, because we haven't even put this one out. Um, <laughs> whenever, whenever that happens, I'm pretty sure we're gonna, you know, maybe do a little bit more coverage of the whole thing because it was the the experience was pretty wild. And I, yeah. looking back, I kind of wish we documented it a little bit more thoroughly. But um, it adds to the mystery cool and not having yeah, everything force fed to the fans. I think exactly. That's funny because force fed was a. Uh, it was like a potential band name that we were that that Greg brought to the table, um, but yeah, that was already a band name. But yeah, it, it does lend a hand to like you know how mysterious, it's or just not what's... mysterious, but how dark this thing is, and like you know not much is um, known about it yet. So the I fact that there isn't just, any, as I say, I think it'll just be really good to let the music do all the talking. As that's opposed... that's what all of our uh, intention has been, and that's been important to us you know like letting the music do do the talking and not having to worry about you know hyping it up or this or that it's just it's been uh, and we've been strict about it you know by not uh by not announcing anything or putting anything out even though we've wanted to you know i've been listening to these songs for a year and i'm like you know super stoked on it and it's it's been hard not to say (laughs) yeah um but you were able to show friends and like, you know, other musical colleagues and stuff and like get people, you know, people who are close to use opinion. So it's you've it's you know, it's been in small doses, which has sort of tied us all over, but it's gonna be uh it's gonna be awesome that, you know, no one was sort of expecting this and then hey, here's this many songs like a and then we can uh play some shows and you know, get into trouble and do all that kind of fun stuff. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll uh, go ahead and let you get to your gym duty so that way the live shows can be as intense as they possibly can. And I uh, wanted to say again, thank you for taking a couple of minutes out of your day to, to kind of chat about this. For sure, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, cool. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. You too, man. Yeah. So that was my chat with Andrew of the band End and as well as Greg Thomas from the band End. Currently, the pre-orders for the new EP are up now over at goodfightmusic.merchnow.com backslash catalogs backslash end. The record comes out September 8th uh, via Good Fight Music. Great label. Can't wait for this album to come out. If you've seen the shots of uh, the vinyl through some of the members' pages, it looks really fucking sweet, and I can't imagine that it's going to be a disappointment uh, as far as the rest of the album Uh, Also, if you would like to catch the band uh, performing the first two shows, they are doing two record release shows with Stray From The Path. You can catch them on September 8th and September 9th on those tour dates with Stray From The Path out on the East Coast. So if you're one of the lucky few that lives out that way, please go support this band and check them out. I'm sure it will be phenomenal. Uh, Socials, if you would like to follow Greg or Andrew, you can do such on Instagram. Greg is at Black Freighter, and Andrew is at Andrew Drums. That's A-N-D-R-W-D-R-M-S. If you would like to follow the band across their social medias that they have currently, you can do such on Instagram at Your Fucking End, all one word, and Facebook at Listen to End, all one word. 
Uh, if you try searching the band through just their band name across everything, you're going to have some fucking issues. Uh, so again, Instagram at your fucking end, Facebook at listen to end, all one word for both of those. While we're plugging socials, follow me on Facebook and Instagram at John's Untitled Podcast or tweet at me at John's Untitled Pod. And if you would like to email me, you can do such at John's Untitled Pod at gmail.com. So we're going to end the episode as we always do with a song from the band. And this band only has one song currently available, and it is Usurper off of their upcoming EP. So without further ado, this is Usurper. Talk to you next week. <laughs>